Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy, and a conspiracy it is. Um, I have to laugh. There was a, a group chat I'm in, and someone sent the post of uh, what it would sound like when the IRS shows up to your door. And it was it was something like this. Hold on, I gotta find it. Can you guys hear that? Can you guys hear that? This is what it sounds like when the IRS shows up to your door. Oh, goodness. I make myself laugh sometimes. But, um... Oh, it's still going. Sorry. It's still going. I got a whole bunch of new cool little buttons over here. I'm kind of excited to use them. I got to find the right moments to, like, pop them in, right? But, uh, yeah, no, it's, um... It's an interesting world, and and I'm not afraid of the IRS. I'm not afraid of the FBI. I'm not afraid of the DHS. Uh, What I am afraid of is that Americans lose their freedom. They lose their liberty. They lose their country. They lose their sovereignty. They lose their constitution. That's what I'm afraid of. And if, if we stand and do nothing, then that'll happen. But if we rise up as patriots and declare, simply just declare. Oh, man, I got I to get that one. I got to get the Independence Day speech, right? That we will not go silently in the night. We will not. Do- <laughs> I love that one. But that's the truth is we will not go silently into the night. And that the government has a choice. And the American people are making their choices right now. Within these primaries, you can see it. Although Australia is a little fishy, um, I'm highly doubting that Murkowski actually won this. But, you know, ding dong, the witch is gone, right? right? Liz Cheney, gone. So this is, uh, this is a battle. And the next two months are going to be critical. The next two months are going to be, abs- I think are going to be absolutely insane and crazy. I was talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott today on the Dark Delight Show, and we were talking about the state of the economy. We were talking about consumer confidence. We were talking about the massive layoffs that are coming from the corporate interests. We were talking about Michael Burry um, selling off his whole stock portfolio. Jamie Diamond saying something worse is coming. Um, Something's coming financially. And I think we all feel that. I mean, no matter what happens politically, I think we can all understand that financially something's going to happen and that bubble's going to burst. But then on the other side of the house, right, is if you remember quite a few months ago, I proposed that the Joe Biden regime would pass a... uh, a spending bill somewhere around probably the I, I said maybe end of August, but then I changed it and said the end of September towards the end of the fiscal year. And in this spending bill, which would probably be the largest spending bill in the history of Congress, um, you'll probably see student loan debt relief. You'll probably see a stimulus check going to the American people. You will see uh, financing or just money flowing over to Ukraine. And you'll find more of the Green New Deal tucked into that as they had the last four or five big bills that they passed. And this will happen like right around October timeframe because really what they want to do is they want to change public perception in the polls, right? And this is to counteract potentially what Donald Trump could do. Because honestly, if we look at what the Democrats have in their arsenal, and I'm not talking the deep state, I'm not talking the the globalists or the cabal, I'm talking just the Democrats, what they have in their arsenal. They have the ability to pass bills, 
lie and bullshit through their teeth, right? Lie to the camera and then steal elections. And so when you put all three or all four of those together, what you get is they have to appease the masses, the poor that are suffering, the poor that are being affected by high inflation, by the joblessness that is on its way. They got to appease that crowd. And the best way to do that is to give them money, to give them big old fat check and then take their student loans away. For most people who are middle class Americans, um, that student loan is between four to five hundred dollars a month. So you take that student loan away, plus you give them a twenty five hundred dollar bonus. Most people are going to be loving Joe Biden. And it has nothing to do with what the Democrats have done in the sense of progress. It's just he did something that, well, is socialist in its nature that a Republican would never do. And that's because Republicans understand the age of responsibility, that you enter into a contract knowingly and that it is your right and your duty to pay that back, that you went to school, you get an education just because you made the wrong decisions and you didn't graduate or you picked the wrong minor like gender studies. It doesn't matter. That's your responsibility. And how can Americans grow up in this country with a lack of responsibility? Well, look at where we are currently in this country right now. So I foresee this massive spending bill coming as well as it's going to fund the government till the end of the year. Um, and what they're going to do primarily with a lot of this funding they use to fund the government is I think that this is going to be the mechanism to steal the midterm elections. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the possibilities of what we have coming up here because the, 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 the title of the show is Red October and September Surprise. Um, Red October is obviously the hunt for is gone, but Red October is we are on full alert. This is all out battle and warfare. Things are happening. And also Red October, uh, Bloody Sunday or whatever you want to call it. Uh, what is it? It was uh, October 17th, 1917, the day of the Bolshevik revolution, right? So there's a lot of symbolism that comes about from a lot of this. Now, I kind of feel like we are moving into where the Patriots fight back. And I think that in the next few weeks, next week, this week, I don't know when, when their strategy is going to call for it, we're going to start seeing dumps of information. Not only dumps of information, most likely information probably coming from Durham, indictments from Durham. We're going to see more information flowing out. We got the pit information coming out. But I have a feeling that things are going to start moving in that direction to take down the Democrats prior to the election. And that's going to force the Democrats' hands in the largest spending bill ever. And this will go into October where you're going to have a disclosure of certain amounts of information, which I believe are going to be incredibly damning to the liberal Democrats to the point where the mainstream media will not be able to ignore it. Secondly, that politically, the Democrats will not be able to recover from it. And thirdly, there will be no possible way in hell that the Democrats can actually win the majority in the House and the Senate during this election. With that being said, as well, is they won't be able to steal it. Okay, that's also important, is they won't be able to steal it because who knows what the information might be, but whatever it is that comes out is going to hurt them and their reputation. Now, here's the thing is the liberal Democrats are in power. That means that they can take certain emergency powers if they find that the United States government is under attack from external or foreign or domestic sources. And from there, they can declare martial law. And there's one move that they have on the books that can create that situation create that situation. And that's the arrest of Donald Trump or the indictment of Donald Trump. And I, I don't know, I, I get extreme. I look at it in the sense of what if they handcuff him? Then we're going to see some type of, um, you know, Oswald, uh, Jack Ruby and Oswald to him, right? Um, I don't think it'll go that far, but it's always a possibility. But I do believe that they are going to indict him. Indict him. Merrick Garland just said um, yesterday that this was just the first inning, that the, the Trump raid was just the first inning, which means that they are coming after Donald Trump hot and heavy. So we could see them doing that in October at the same time that this massive amount of information is flowing out from the patriots against the deep state, against the, the globalists, against the Democrats. 
And so we have this information warfare that's going to occur over the next two months that is going to be epic in proportion. Now, let's uh, let's go over some scenarios here. Let's say that we go into October and uh, this, this information war happens. And then we go into November and the election happens and it's a completely red wave. The Republicans win. What now? Do we think that the Democrats are just going to give up power and say, "Ah, oh, you guys won. Good job. Uh, we'll hand it over the reins. We'll delay our we'll de- delay our agenda for another 20 years." No. That that's not what happened. So, that's one scenario. Number 2 scenario is the Democrats see that there's absolutely no chance in hell that they can win the election. They arrest Donald Trump pre November election. They indict him. Riots begin to break out. Trump supporters rising up and saying, we're done. Or protests. How about protests that turn in the riots because they'll be fueled by Antifa and BLM that turn in the riots. National Guard is called out. Martial law is declared. Then DHS, FBI step in. Dissenters get arrested. People who uh, who fight the uh, the the... The, uh, the, the mainstream narrative, right? The ones that are on the list, me, you, and everybody else. Okay? So that's a possibility. And then the election is suspended. The third scenario is that we go into the election and the Democrats steal it right in front of our faces all over again. And, and what happens? Multiple scenarios of what happens when that happens. Riots, protests. People angry in the streets, right? That's one scenario. Martial law, then declared. The other scenario is that people don't do nothing. That just like in 2020, people, oh, I'm going to bitch and complain and I'm going to take it to the Supreme Court and it just gets brushed away. Now, there's a lot of other scenarios that could potentially come out. These are the most likely, I would say. Um, And with the scenarios that I see playing out here, Um, with Liz Cheney just losing this primary election, um, I think there's only a very few states that they can actually cheat in. Um, Colorado, California, Georgia is still under their control. Um, Arizona, we just saw that they can't. Pennsylvania, I don't think they can. Um, Wisconsin, the sheriffs are watching that like a hawk. So there's very few states left that they can actually cheat in because many of the state legislations have changed the rules back have, you know, set up protocols to make sure that that kind of stuff can't happen again and already have investigations into it. So they're not going to risk it in those states. With that being said, is I think that we're going to go into this and uh, we're going to have a red wave. I think that uh, no matter what the Democrats do, whether it's paying off all student loans, giving stimulus checks, arresting Trump, doesn't matter. There is going to be a red wave. We are going to take back the House. We are going to take back the Senate. The question is, is what do they do after that? Do they declare martial law, some type of global emergency, a global financial collapse, a supply chain, uh, you know, collapse, a World War III, whatever it might be, right? Is that what happens? I would say that there's probably, if there's a red wave, that's a highly likely scenario, at least in the sense of the global financial collapse, that we most likely will see a global financial collapse between after the election and January of 2023, before the new Congress and Senate can come in and take power. All right. Now, what does that mean in the sense of preparation that we all have to get ready for? Well, That means that we need to be hypervigilant. We have to understand that false flags are always inbound, that they're going to try to pin certain types of false flag events on patriots and people like you and me. Um, They are coming after us. They're targeting us. They're watching us. They're listening to us. I had a, a van parked out in front of my house, unmarked van, crazy, for like four hours the other day. I didn't go up to it, but if he goes there again, I will. But uh, he stayed there for four hours. I watched him. And then uh, he just picked up and left. Just parked there on the side of the road in a rural neighborhood. Hmm. Jim, the FBI guy. Jim, the FBI guy. God dang it, Bobby. <laughs> Hold on, I'll turn that one up. God dang it, Bobby. <laughs> I 
I like these, man. I like these things. You know, one of my favorite ones is this one. Is this one right here. <laughs> you're, you're about to be killed by a Zamboni. <laughs> I like Deadpool. I hadn't watched Deadpool till this year, and I finally started watching Deadpool. But, uh, yeah, they're watching us. That's okay. You know what? Violate my Fourth Amendment right. That's just a civil lawsuit that I have against the federal government. If you come out and say that I'm radical in some way, please pull up the content Pull up the text messages, pull up whatever it is, the emails that say that. Because I can tell you right here, right now, that the only thing that I've ever done is promoted peace, is promoted a constitutional methodology for reestablishing our government, our federal government, utilizing the states in the 10th Amendment. And that I, I, I've condemned violence over and over and over again. So, sure, go ahead. Come after me. But, you know, here's the thing is if they come after people like you and me, there is going to be no trial. It is going to be gagged, van, detained, gulag. That's where they're taking us. But I think the last place you're going to want me is in uh, a gulag with other patriots. Because we'll break out of that bitch. <laughs> That's about the only time that you're going to get violence out of me. And, and, what, and what do we do when they show up at our house? That's what we do when they show up at our house. We start playing that song. And then we call the local police, call the local sheriff department and say, there's federal agents here looking for my guns, asking me for my guns. Some guys impersonating a federal agent and looking for my guns. And then the police come and tase them. All right, let's jump in here. 4621, 17th of August, 2020. This is a two-year Delta, and I found it important to bring up. Placeholder, indictments tracking, non-civilian, set one, Kevin Kleinsmith, KC, 11.3. Now, I find this interesting. Because Kevin Kleinsmith was such a small actor that it really didn't make sense that he was 11.3. And I don't think he is 11.3. But you notice how Hugh puts KC in kill brackets writes out the name, and that names can be swapped out. But then we have the 11-3. Remember the scenario that I proposed, the first indictment, right? Do we remember that post, the first indictment? The first indictment. What is all the talk today that's going on? All the talk today is about Trump and indictments. Now, this was the last Q post, 29th of June, 2022. What is at stake? Who has control? Surprise witness. Who was surprised? Who will be surprised? Use your logic. Can emotions be used to influence decisions? How can you control emotion? Define plant. How do you insert a plant? Can emotions be used to insert a plant? Now, forget about Cassidy Hutchinson. This, has, this was irrelevant, I think, to this post. I think that this was really talking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Someone close to Trump was utilized through emotion, right? Right here. To basically go in there and tip off the FBI. And now we're talking about how do you insert a plant? How do you, try, how do, how do you catch them, right? Now, I want to go in here and we're going to go look up uh, indictment. If I can spell it right. And Sermons is probably loving this right now. Sermons is like, yes. Yes, he's on the cue boards. Oh my God, this is so awesome. Oh, I love the cue boards. Oh. All right. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right, well, I'm looking for one post here, and we'll find it, right? We'll find it because we're cool and we're good like that. And I'm looking for one indictment, one word indictment. And there's a lot of unsealed indictments. There's always hundreds of thousands of unsealed indictments, by the way, just so everybody knows that. There you go. So we have these ones, November 11th, November 11th, 2018, coming up on three-year deltas, indictments tracking civilian placeholder, right? Okay. Okay, look for placeholder updates as patriots fight. Indictments, arrest, and declass will for force worldwide coverage. Leaks, bribery, collusion, media will force resignations with follow-up criminal prosecution. Well, that's interesting. 
sealed, unsealed indictments coming, okay? But there's one I'm looking for. The unsealing of the first several indictments will bring about unity and change and change that we can believe in. Returning power to the people, returning to the rule of law in our land. We stand together. We stand together as patriots. Now, this obviously wasn't Kevin Kleinsmith. I mean, come on. This was not Kevin Kleinsmith. Okay? He was indicted before the 2020 election. And it did none of this stuff. So what are they talking about here? So maybe... And don't worry about the dates. This is the one I'm looking for. 17th of December, 2019. The first indictment unseal will trigger mass population awakening. Kevin Kleinsmith's indictment did not do that. So who are they really talking about? First arrest will verify action and confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready, marker nine. Okay. Now. I, I'm So I look back on what we interpreted before to how we interpret this now. I look at this as the first indictment unseal could be Donald Trump. The first arrest of Donald Trump will confirm future action and confirm future direction. They will come after us and fight us, but we are ready. Okay. When would that happen? We'll go back to that one I just showed you with the, uh, the, the Delta today, 11-3. And then you go back to the first Q post, which is HRC will be, it's a passport will be flagged. What if that's not HRC? What if that's DJT? On 1030, they re- unseal the indictment. On October 30th, they unseal the indictment. They flag Donald Trump's passports and they arrest him on 11-3. If that happens, wow. Wow. Really? Like, Seriously. Then everybody can be like, Josh, oh my God. Yeah, and I'll be like, holy shit, right? But we have a lot of stuff going on. And we can see that, you're right, they're rather predictable, aren't they? They are. They are. What does that one say? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I got some funny ones on there. I don't even know what I got on here. Dude. Dude, dude. You know, this is one of my favorite ones, by the way. I gotta play this one. Who are you? Me? I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. There's a time and a place for all of those, right? Might as well have some comedic relief. And that's what I said. We gotta be a little funny every once in a while. We gotta look at this and laugh. Because if we sit here and just think doom and gloom the entire time, we're going to drag ourselves down. We're going to go into a deep depression. And that's not what we need to be doing. We need to be in high spirits. We need to understand that the battle for the republic is now. That to save humanity, to save this country, to save the rule of law, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that moves need to be made in the next two months. That patriots need to stand together. And I think there's Q posts that actually pertain to this. Um, Let me see. I I think I might have one. Uh, I got to think of a good one. I know. I know. I know there's one out there. I know there's one. I can find it really, really fast. Oh, there it is. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to read this because I I think that it's important to read this. All right. And this is one of my favorite Q posts. The reason I say this is one of our, my favorite Q posts is because this is what it was all about. There was a time when our children, stood at attention and with pride in their hands on their hearts and one united voice recited the Pledge of Allegiance. There was a time when strength and honor meant something. There was a time when standing for our flag meant something. There was a time when our history, our heritage was taught with pride and respect. There was a time when respect was given to those who served, bled, and died to protect and defend our freedom. There was a time when we were grateful. There was a time when our accomplishments meant something. 
There was a time when the United States of America, one nation under God, was united. There was a time when these United States of America, one nation under God, was united under the American flag. A flag that was carried in battle by brave patriots as a symbol of freedom and justice for all, no matter race, religion, or background. A beacon of hope when flown. A mark of respect to their memory, to those who willfully sacrificed their lives to defend it. There was a time when we, the people, decided our future. There was a time when we, the people, had a voice. There was a time when we, the people, were united and strong. There was a time when the media was free from political bias and corruption. There was a time when our elected leaders stood their ground, dug in and defended those they represented. How many men and women in uniform are currently serving on the front lines abroad only to look back in horror to see their homeland on fire? What does the word patriot mean to you? Land of the free, home of the brave. Now is not the time to be complacent. Will you answer the call? Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for and protected and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was like when the United States where men were free. And that's the truth. And Ronald Reagan was spot on. One day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was like what it was once like in the United States where men were free. Hmm. And this is just a, such an important post because it shows us that there's something to fight for. There's something more to dig into. There's something more to stand for. I tried to do fortunate stuff at the end of that. It didn't work out, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, Yes, that was definitely Ronald Reagan's greatest speech. Uh, if someone wants to send it to me, maybe I'll play it at the end here. Um, so one thing I've been talking about is the marketing campaign for Paxlovid. Uh, we have uh, the Pfizer CEO. We have every politician, AOC, Joe Biden, Jill Biden just yesterday. And today we have Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Test positive for COVID, again, despite being vaccinated four different times. And look, just like Biden, he took Paxlovid. There it is. It's a marketing campaign. Lying to the public because Barack Obama allowed it by an executive order in 2014 through the media. Lying to the public. It should be a crime. If you look up to the skies tonight, and if you are in the northern United States, you will might see some, uh, some aurora borealis. A powerful geomagnetic storm watch has been issued. Sun's ejections could disrupt GPS. This is between the 17th and the 19th of August. Now, what's interesting is we haven't seen any earthquakes that followed or proceeded. So, uh, really interesting on that one. Maybe we did. I don't know. Did we, did we have any earthquakes recently? I haven't been following. I just saw this one today because someone sent it to me. Um, let's talk about instant karma. I love instant karma. And it's always good to have these events to smile at, especially when it's instant karma. Let's check out instant karma here. How can we assist you? I need to get instant karma on here. That would have been funny. Instant karma at that at that point in time, right? But uh 
Instant karma. So <clears throat> if someone wants to send me a reminder about that, I'll get instant karma on our sound effects board. I just like sound effects. It kind of makes it all a little bit more fun doing this. Trump-backed Hagman ousts Cheney and Wyoming's GOP congressional primary. Not only ousted her, she demolished her. It's a surprise how Cheney even won last time. Cheney lost by more than 30 percentage points. How did she even win in 2020? Huh. Or not 2020, or 2018. I wonder how. Hmm. You know, this is interesting because it now marks eight out of the 10 people who voted for Trump's impeachment ousted. That's right. Jamie Herrera Butler of Washington, Peter Major of Michigan, Tom Rice, South Carolina, Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, John Katko of New York, Adam Kissinger of Illinois, Fred Upton of Michigan. Uh, so interesting. Uh, eight, oh, so there's uh, the other eight now, including Cheney, uh, either lost their primaries or chose to retire. And we know Kissinger is leaving as well. And so that's two people on the January 6th committee that aren't going to be there in January. So that means that they have to wrap that all up here very, very shortly. And some people that we did vote for, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has filed articles of impeachment against uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland. She announced last Friday that she had filed articles of impeachment against Attorney General Merrick Garland following the FBI's raid Monday on former President Donald Trump at the Mar-a-Lago estate. Green posted these articles on Twitter saying Garland's personal approval to seek a search warrant for the raid on the home of the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, constitutes a blatant attempt to persecute a political opponent. And she's right. <clears throat> and now throw in the scenario I was talking about yesterday. Merrick Garland steps down due to his mistake, political targeting, takes the fall for the Biden administration. Kamala Harris moves in, gets appointed as attorney general. Newsom comes in as VP. Biden out. Newsom president. That, I, I don't even know why that would be a logical scenario. Um, I don't even know why I entertain it, but you never know, man. Um, there, there could be some wacky shit that actually happens. And potentially, I think we're going to see some wacky shit here. So it, it's a good possibility you're going to see something like that. All right. Former IRS whistleblower says middle-class Americans will be targeted under the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, former IRS whistleblower has said that the Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act will see the government's target middle-income Americans with increased scrutiny and audits. William Henk previously worked as a lawyer for the IRS for 20 years until 2017 when he was terminated for allegedly revealing sensitive information to the media about how the IRS has reportedly failed to identify a multi-million dollar corporate tax credit scheme involving a source of energy known as burning pulp byproducts or black liquor. Speaking on Fox Business, Henk disputed claims by the IRS and other officials who have said that increased funding for the agency under the Inflation Reduction Act, which is set to be signed in the law, it's actually signed in now, would only lead to more audits for wealthy millionaires and billionaires and large corporations. The idea that they're going to open things up and go after these big billionaires and large corporations is quite frankly bullshit. Hank said that in the interview on August 15th, it's not going to happen. They're going to give themselves bonuses and promotions and really nice conferences. Well, I agree with him here is that there's some shit happening. And why are they arming 87,000 IRS agents? Why did they order $800 million worth of ammunition? These are questions that really need to be asked. And I don't see any of the members of Congress or the Senate actually going out and investigating this to those levels. Why aren't hearings happening? Just Even if it's just hearings to bring it onto the public record, why aren't they doing that and why aren't they doing it now? You know, everybody who voted no on this bill in the Senate and the Congress, they should be bringing about hearings on this of how the Democrats just lied to the American people. Joe Biden just lied to the American people. And what needs to happen pertaining to it? 
Why aren't they? They're acting like nothing happened. They're acting like, oh, this is just normal. That's okay. 87,000 new IRS agents. Oh, that, that's okay. That's, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. Well, what happens when those IRS agents start coming to your door? What happens when those IRS agents armed come to audit you? They're not going to be coming to audit you. Audit is just another term that they utilize to get the funding to add more federal police officers. Instead, it's going to be coming to arrest you because of the things that I was talking about earlier. Because you're going to be looked at as a political descendant. You're going to be looking at as someone who is a threat to the contingency of government during a national crisis and disaster. And they're going to send 87,000 IRS agents out, including all the DHS agents and FBI agents out to start arresting patriots. And that is like the scariest situation that we can all even think of right now. But think about that. How many federal agents would you need if you wanted to start arresting, let's say, 4 million patriots globally? or around the United States of America over a one 30 day, one month time frame. I would say about 150,000 would be a good number, right? And then you could execute that over a 30 day period before anybody could even organize. Boom, all gone. Put them in concentration camps, put them in detainment camps. Here I go, doom and gloom. I do not know. I think it's more than 50,000 IRS agents that the, the IRS currently has, though. I think it's something like that. Exclusive. Trump got him. Huge concerns about Peter Strzok working for the CIA are likely at the heart of the Mar-a-Lago raid. Uh-oh. The brazen raid on President Donald Trump's home in Florida, Mar-a-Lago, likely has its roots in the collusion Russian, uh, the Russian collusion story with a particular focus on Peter Strzok and his affiliation with the CIA. Uh, Gateway Pundit reported back in May 2020 that Peter Strzok was somehow connected to the CIA. General Michael Flynn's attorney, Sidney Powell, even said so on a Hannity show on Fox News at the time. Sidney Powell was on Hannity um, and Fox News after breaking news that her client, General Michael Flynn, had his case dismissed by the DOJ earlier that day. This was a deliberate, malevolent, concerted effort to destroy an honest man and thereby get the president of the United States to destroy him. There's no doubt about it whatsoever. I would encourage people to read the actual documents themselves, the government's own reports, the agent's own notes. They're all attached as exhibits to the government's filings today and our filings in the last 10 days or so. It's important for people to see it for themselves, the actual evidence in the government's own handwriting and documents. Hannity asked, what did Obama know and when did he know? To which Powell replied, probably Susan Rice and Peter Struzik, who were working for both Mr. Brennan in the CIA and the FBI on the, quote, counterintelligence investigation. We have to go back to at least August 15, 2016, when Peter Struzik and Page text each other about the insurance policy they discussed in McCabe's office. In the very next day, August 16, 2016, before the election, when they opened the file on General Flynn, the day after that, they slipped an agent believed to be Joe Penica, uh, Pentica into the presidential briefing to spy on General Flynn. Could Peter Strzok have worked for both the FBI and the CIA or only one entity? If that entity was a CIA, how could Peter Strzok have been fired from the FBI as he never worked for the FBI? These are huge questions. Did the deep state lie to President Trump when they claimed they fighter, fired Peter Strzok from the FBI because he never worked there? How could he have been fired from the FBI if he worked for actually the CIA? Did President Trump trump the deep state? There is no evidence that Peter Strzok ever worked or served in any FBI field office, nor is there any evidence that Strzok attended the FBI Academy in Quantico, Virginia. There is no evidence Strzok ever graduated from Quantico. Any of these would indicate his attachment to the FBI, but they cannot be found. Strzok's history shows that he left the Army and was immediately assigned to the White House. Um, when, he, when, when did Strzok have time to attend the FBI Academy if he went directly to the White House? Another indication of Strzok's connection to the FBI is that he signed a document with a title, not, uh, with a title not of an FBI employee, but of a CIA agent. Section Chief, Counter Espionage, Section, right there. The proper FBI title should have been Deputy Assistant Director, Counterintelligence Division, not Section Chief, which is a CIA title. It appears Peter Strzok was under the FBI to allow the CIA to operate in the U.S. and that Crossfire Hurricane was a political operation by the CIA disguised as an FBI operation. Do you want to talk about 
taking down the deep state, that's it right there. The CIA, posse comitatus, cannot be utilized against American citizens. But what they did is they took Peter Strazik, they planted him in the FBI, who he was a CIA agent. And they opened up Crossfire Hurricane through the FBI in that investigation. Wow. That's a freaking bombshell right there. Boom. And so apparently these are the documents that Donald Trump had that they were looking for. And if that gets released, oh boy, that, that's high treason. Oh yeah. Um, Jack Posibiak, 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 however you say his name. Let's listen to this little, uh, little tidbit. He's coming back and there's nothing you can do to stop him. I, I think he's absolutely right. Okay, okay question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sure. sure. She's shocked that I picked her. No. I'm going to say you're shocked. I'm not thinking of That's okay. Day. I know you're not thinking. You never do. I'm sorry? <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> he's definitely coming back. Um, I think he's definitely 100% coming back, and maybe sooner than later. I, I don't know. You never know. You never know. More U.S. rate hikes are coming, but at some point, the pace will absolutely slow. Sorry, my son walked in. Yes, you can. Oh, man. Asking for permission. That's good. It's good the kids ask for permission, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good the kids ask for permission. More U.S. rate hikes coming, but at some point, the pace will slow, according to the Fed. And so U.S. central bankers remain committed to raising interest rates further to quell rising prices, but agreed that at some point it would be appropriate to slow the pace of such rate hikes. Um, well, this means that they are going to increase the interest rate again, and they're going to keep on doing it until they determine that they don't need to because the U.S. dollar is probably going to collapse or the global economy is going to collapse. Um, but we're going to see this coming. And, you know, I, I don't want to say that the economy is going to have a negative. It's not. Because it's manipulated. It's 100% manipulated. The economy is going to collapse and crash when they want it to. When they're ready for it to. When they need that distraction globally. When, when it comes out that they've been killing millions upon millions of people with this vaccine and that millions and billions are going to die, that's when they collapse the economy because that's when they need that type of ammunition. Remember, when do you expend ammunition? Right there. All right. China use of psychiatric hospitals to punish activists is widespread. Um, yeah, this is uh, pretty crazy. So Jack Ma, I don't know if you remember this, the, the CEO of Alibaba has uh, actually um, been on vacation, forced vacation three times in China because he was speaking out against the Chinese Communist Party. And most likely what they do is they send you to a psychiatric hospital. They do a little therapy on you. And then you come back a good communist. And this is what we would be in for here. And think about this. Think about how they've labeled the public perception of conspiracy theories as someone who is mentally ill. Psychiatric hospitals, anybody? Um, you can go to deprogramming schools, right? Re-education camps? Hmm. German spot Russian forces in Mali after French exit. German soldiers in Mali spotted do several dozen suspected Russian security forces in the city of Gao just as the last French soldiers left the country, the German government said Wednesday. The German ambassador in Bam Bamako um, has contacted Mali's foreign minister about the suspected presence of Russian uniformed forces in Gao. Now, this is interesting. Because you also have a Chinese naval warship that docked in Sri Lanka. Which Mali, Sri Lanka, they don't like globalists. We know this. They don't like globalists. They don't like the New World Order. They don't like the United Nations. And now we're finding Russia and China going into both of these, all these different countries. Hmm. Interesting. Nicaragua, Russia, Mali, Russia, Sri Lanka, China. They're going after the little guys and gaining support. Why? Because the BRICS military alliance is being developed right now. 
Taiwan showed off their most advanced fighter jet after China's drills. Um, just happens to be a U.S. fighter jet, <laughs> the F-16V, in a rare nighttime demonstration. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't have... Um, I, I understand Taiwan. I understand the strategic aspect of Taiwan. But uh, China will walk right over Taiwan within uh, Taiwan. We call it Taiwan now because it's China, Taiwan. Uh, we'll walk right over Taiwan within 12 hours, even with you, you not United States support in the area. Just, just my analysis of that. NATO says urgent need to inspect Ukrainian nuclear power plants. So it is urgent that.